They say the best things in life are free, but that's not true. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and give us your goddamn money. This week on the BAMFCast, Jakoda! One star, we're in. Alright, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, hey. BAMFCast. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 512. 512. 512. 512. Yeah. 512. It's like six foot tall. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and oh yeah, we don't have BJ here this week. I should probably point that out. Okay. The then I'll tell you what we do. All right. Which is every week we go to we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about them. At the end, they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Hell yes, robot jocks. Robot jobs. However, there are bad, bad movies. And stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. Those giant bags of trash in which they belong. Yes. Trash in which they belong. Throw them out. In the bin. Gross. Float on the ocean. Form your own island. I don't think you're going to have to be concerned with that rating system tonight because oh. we watched 1986's Strike Commando starring none other than the Bathcast's own Red Brown. Right. We claim him. No one else is allowed to have them. Nope, you can ours. borrow them from us. We're generous like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Use but, them whenever you want. But uh, we're claiming him because he's a treasure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this is one of those movies that... And we're Americans. Like, That's what we do. We just we like, would be I, I about like this movie, but like if Reb Brown wasn't in it, we would not nearly be as much about this movie. No. But with Reb Brown in it, it's suddenly like... You know, like like any Nick Cage movie where you're like, yeah, he's Nick Caging out. This mm-hmm. is Reb Brown is Reb Browning out in this movie times a hundred, yeah. possibly a thousand. There, there's a thing you want from Reb Brown, and uh, this is oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like what was it? What was Saratoga Blade? What was that movie? Uh, Silent uh, Street, Street Hunter. Hunter. Street Hunter. Hunter. Steve James Joint. I feel another like, of our heroes. I feel like that might be peak Reb Brown. More it's so the than most this. quotable Reb. Brown, well, obviously, because yeah. we quote that shit all the time. Well, I just feel like he he goes from normal to a hundred, and this one it's like he's always hovering around sixty. So it's like it's more interesting in that because it's like here's normal Red Brown to hey, I'm yelling, yeah. And this one is yeah. just like even when he's like whispering on the radio, I'm still talking kind of loudly, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. so it's just it's not as much fun when he screams in this one because it's just like he's there all the time. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm not saying it's not fun. I just, <laughs> like I said, when you go from normal Red Brown to, oh, mm-hmm. God, Saratoga Blade. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Saratoga Blade. <laughs> I just, like, I still think that might be peak Red Brown. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a Red Brown clip. If that I, is, we'll this is remember. like, it's up there. This yeah. is, this is a step down the mountain. Yeah. Barely. Sure. Like literally less than a foot down the mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yes, Red Brown is in this, uh, of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And four other appearances. Mm-hmm. He was the 1990s Captain America, right? No. No, he was the 70s. 70s? Okay. Because we've seen both of them. Right. Yes. And, I, and I'm, I'm trying. Those just aren't trying good. To... No, they're bad. Those uh, are not good red brown vehicles. That's, that's the one where he has the weird clear Frisbee, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the motorcycle. And the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, would you like to hear some of the other uh, illustrious... I would love to. ...careered people... Uh, behind the scenes of Strike <laughs> Commando. Besides Red Brown, the yeah, mystery. The man, the myth, the legend, Red Brown. Uh, yeah. We also have writer-director Bruno Mattei of Robo War. Starring Red Brown. Starring Red Brown. Uh, writer Rosella Drudy of Robo War. Mm-hmm. We have writer Claudio Fragasso of Robo War and Troll 2. Which, which should give you an idea how much we're going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> oh, I know that guy. He was in the movie. Yeah. And yeah very proud of writing that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. Christopher Conley of 1990, The Bronx Warriors. Right. Uh, sure. From 1990 year, if I remember correctly. You're, yes, you're correct. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Alex Vital, who's in Robot Jocks, mm-hmm. kind of. He's one of the Tubies. Right. So he's not really. Did he even? I wonder if he even had a speaking role. Probably I, I, not. I don't recall. Probably not. He looked familiar when he popped up. I will say that, but. Yeah, he's like 2B number two, I believe, is uh, his, which his guy, designation. Which guy was this in the movie? Jakota. Jakota. Oh, that, oh okay. So yeah. big, he was in Robot Jocks. Okay. Yes. okay. So already a very storied career for uh, Alex Vital. Mm-hmm. And uh, Luciano Pigozzi of Your 
Hunter from the Future. Starring Reb Brown. He's Starring Reb Brown. <laughs> He's a man. Yes. Now, I've said this before, but the problem with your The Hunter from the Future is that Reb Brown is dubbed in that movie. So you do not get Reb Brown yelling. Yeah. You get some other guy not yelling. This movie, while it's dubbed, it's dubbed by Reb Brown. <laughs> yes. So, And a lot of times they will use his audio from the set, which is surprising for an Italian production. But we are thankful for it because it gives us exactly what we want. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this movie's a real simple, you know, Rambo-esque ripoff. I mean, they're a strike team that is, like, sent out to take out a base in Vietnam. Uh, for whatever reason, the guy in charge is just impatient and doesn't give them enough time to complete their mission. Right. Basically, he sets off the charges, killing everyone except for Red Brown. Red Brown survives, floats down a river, goes to some weird French... I don't know what it would be, like a... Colony? I don't know what you write. Missionary? I don't know. Place? I mean, it was a... Yeah. It's just... They're... I guess they... The impression I get is that they are the defensive sort. They will kill you, Mm -hmm. but in Mm self-defense. They're not going to go out and kill you. Right, right. They are just the local rebels. Yeah, but he just just wakes up there, and there's an old French ex-soldier dude who drinks a lot and looks sort of like old Nick Offerman, and... (laughs) Uh, you know, they just are like, you know, nurse him back to health and like ask him to kill some Viet Cong soldiers. And he's like, I'm not. They've, they've, they've kidnapped yeah. some some bad guys. And they're like, hey, American, kill him for us. Right. And he's just like, I'm not going to kill a captured prisoner. And then they do it. And he's just like, that's, they're enemies, but like there's rules to war. You don't yeah. just murder a captured person. There's rules. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. and then basically he's Smokey just, did not abide by. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically he's just like, well, I got to go. My people need me and takes some of them with him. They're basically like, look, bad things have been happening right. here, especially to the women and children. You've got to get them out of here. And he's like, fine. The old and the sick have to stay here. I'll take the, the healthy young people along with me mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we will get them all out. Except they don't. I mean, basically, no, they basically literally like, don't. Well, like a lot of them die because they're just not good at soldiering and they just stand no, they're out. real bad. It's what I mean. They just stand out in open fields and get shot and stuff. And then like yeah. people he, go to check on those people who got shot and they get shot in the same spot. And, and then they go to shoot at the people who are shooting at them and they get shot and they get shot. Yeah. Yeah. We should say whenever we say there's shooting involved, there's there's no action geography in this movie that works properly in any way. People no. will just shoot in a direction up into the sky, down into the woods, and either hit everybody in the country or no one at all. (laughs) We honestly, like, we should, because you're touching on it, we should address it now. Like, Mm -hmm. any 80s action movie cliche that you're thinking of in terms of, like, when you were 12 and you were like, I'm going to run out and just going to shoot a gun, but I'm going to swing left and right and just act like I'm shooting something Mm -hmm. in this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like, a guy gets the drop on the hero Shoots at him from point blank range in the back, misses him. Right. Hero turns around, guns him down. Like yeah. that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. This entire movie. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm saying this only not not to elicit like, oh, I hate things that got popular that were cool before. But like, this basically is like axe cop, because I mean, this is like it was written by a seven year old. Like what seven eight year olds think is possible for humans to do, and how yeah. humans shoot guns and stuff. And I just mean that in terms of like. Yes, everyone does the, I don't know, one hand spray anywhere in any direction. And if it's in the script, the entire group mm-hmm. of people just go, oh, we all died at once with, yeah. you know, at the same time. Well, yeah. And or, like if there's an explosion on screen, right. you're yeah. getting hit by it regardless of your location to yes. the yes. explosion. Yeah. The invisible shockwave will hit you. Yeah. <laughs> but also things like if Red Brown takes his shirt off, he can catch up to a, a, a powered motorboat in the water by swimming. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. these are the things that's just like that's... I. My my adult brain has questions. Like, the shirt would have slowed him down. <laughs> no, I just mean, like, <laughs> even trolling speed is really fast swimming. I don't know if you're aware of that. I just say, like, it's sort of like... It's hard to swim fast. It's hard to swim as fast as a boat going as slow as it could possibly go. It's sort of like, as slow as you think a car is going, as soon as you jump out and try to run alongside it, you realize it's actually going really fast because the human normal human only runs at, like, five to six mm-hmm. miles an hour. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, um, I'm just... It's, the, it's those, all about perspective, it's, Chuck. It's, I'm just saying, it's those kind of things where it's like seven-year-old me is like, well, how do you solve this? Well, you catch up to the boat with a big pile of grenades and throw it in the hole. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know, like, yeah. all right, good. Write it down. And grenades apparently run on fuses. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, they do. I mean, real grenades do, but not like a smoking 
timed fuse. I mean, yeah. not, like, not well, like you have two minutes before this goes off. Oftentimes, someone will pull a pin and the grenades will start smoking and then you'll see a little fuse burning. And yeah, like, they treat it like it's a stick of dynamite yeah, it's and like, not a grenade. These are two different concepts that you've meshed together into one mm-hmm. thing and it, that doesn't I make mean, sense. But whatever. Like I, like I said, grenades do actually run on a fuse. It's just, it's internal. It's yes. obviously very specific. Yeah. And, you know, manufactured to always have the exact same timing every time. So You generally don't see a grenade start smoking as yeah. it's about to go yeah. off. But all that said, mm-hmm. like, when, I believe you said, Harlow, during the movie, like, when you see the parody in UHF, Razum, yeah. Yeah. it's not Rambo. No. It's this movie. It's this. Kind of, yeah. Because, I mean, it's basically picking up a handful of bullets and throwing them at bad guys and they all go, ah, and fall yeah. down. And a lot of dudes really take advantage of their death scene of just acting like a million bullets are hitting me, like they're in RoboCop. Like a mm-hmm. million bullets are hitting me and I'm full of bullets and I'm just shaking I'm and just shaking and shaking. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that even when it's just one quick spray of bullets. It's silly. Yeah. Uh, for a while, it was kind of pissing me off how lazy it was, but I don't care anymore. <laughs> but plot wise... <laughs> He's with these missionaries or whatever they are. They're trying to escape. A lot of them get murdered by mm-hmm. not being good at war. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of gets separated from them and, and gets picked up by the helicopter and goes back home. Yes. And then yes. they're kind of left to like, well, I don't know. And I guess we go back. Well, where we were. I think, well, I think what the happens old guy is, get mur- is, gets murdered. Yeah well, yeah. well, what happens is because the old guy gets murdered as he's escaping. Right. Basically. He's oh, no, like no, the no, only no. one left. What, and uh, he gets murdered by the Russians. Yeah. The, the old French guy. But then Red Brown gets just picked up by the Richard Crenna character, which mm. I don't know if we've even mentioned him yet. But he's basically he's got a general that's on his side that did not want like wanted to stop them from blowing up the right. the everything in the beginning. Yeah, it's it's the Richard Crenna and Charles Napier characters are the ones at the beginning mm-hmm. debating on do we blow it now or do we wait and give them time? Yeah. And, and the Charles Napier guy is basically like, oh, well, they died heroes. Too bad. Nothing we could do. Yeah. Although also it feels like the two of them switch roles somewhere mm-hmm. and then switch back at some point. It's like the Not, one guy seems to be a Richard Crenna analog, but you're kind of at one point like, is he, though? And then it's like, oh, yeah, he is. The other guy's the bad guy. But yeah, it's but it's almost Rambo. Well, the other guy like specifically tells the helicopters to turn around. Right. Because they're about to get to saving Red Brown. Yes. But he, but the Richard Crenna guy, we keep calling him. I don't even know what his, the actor's name or what. Doesn't matter. Yeah, what he was. But <laughs> we're just going to call him Richard Crenna because he, he fulfills the same role as Richard Crenna. It's Ricardo Rambo. Crean. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. most likely. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, <laughs> he fulfills that role. He get he saves Reb Brown, brings yes. him back. And then Reb Brown had found the old man and found the uh, communist star that had been ripped off the lapel of our main bad guy. Yeah. I guess main bad guy. That's the thing. There's like three or four main bad guys in this movie. The the main bad guy, Dakota, is hiding in a tree and sort of emerges out of it to kill the old man. Mm-hmm. The old man grabs his like Soviet lapel logo thing. Yeah. Uh, also, at one point, the old man is just throwing grenades, just casually tossing grenades at bad guys. And at one point, he just goes, bonjour, and <laughs> throws one. Mm-hmm. And four guys who aren't anywhere near it go flying. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, that was there's, there's a lot of dudes saying things as they're about to kill somebody that aren't appropriate. Like, they don't make any sense. Yeah. They're not cool guy things to say in a movie, but they say them anyway. Mm-hmm. It's it's very troll, too, in that regard. Okay. In that it was like, okay, it was written by Italians, translated to English. And you better be reading this exactly as it was written on the page. <laughs> right. And don't don't you dare try to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that is no more better put forth than the, really the scene that encouraged us to watch this movie in the first place. I honestly don't remember how I saw this scene. But yeah. while he's escaping with these well, missionaries or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I should say that, like, you know, he gets away, goes back and, you know. Well, like, he's had a scene before. There's there's a lady and a kid. Right. And that's. It's the sister and brother, brother and sister. Right. Mm-hmm. But one's like adult, one's a kid. Yeah. You know. And it's, you know, hey, lady, you're kind of sweet on Reb Brown. You're going to be with Reb Brown. And the kid is just like, tell me about America, American. And mm-hmm. Reb Brown tells him, he's like, oh, yeah. you mean Disneyland? Yeah. It's like, I heard there was a place with where Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck live. And he's like, oh, you mean Disneyland? Yeah. yeah. They got 
all the popcorn you can eat and ice cream that grows on trees and all the ice cream you can eat. Malts. Well, he doesn't say this at first. I mean, this is right. the first happy version. Yeah. He's just like, oh, it's great. All yeah. the ice cream you can eat. Popcorn trees. And he's like, I heard that it could take a month to see everything. He's like, oh, yeah, there's oh, yeah. so much to see. So Kid, great. You would and love it. And there's a genie that grants you, grant you wishes. And, which, then, and then the sister's just like, you're giving a false hope. Like, you know, like you're going to live through this movie. Right. And um, it's like, yeah, don't don't tell kids and, that things are going to be OK. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong He's with like, you? You're going to go home and we're just still going to be stuck in this shithole. And, yeah. And it's the, probably going to be worse. After yeah. She's not leave. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he just fucks off and goes back home. And then, of course, there's a lot of like. Hey, you're alive. You know, totally give this guy a medal. You know, it's like, I didn't try to kill you mm-hmm. by the Charles Napier guy. And he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's like, listen, these people helped get me out. Well, these people well, helped get me out and there were Russians there. And they're like, Russians in yeah. Vietnam? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, I saw what I saw. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and look at this pin I got off this dead guy that grabs. <laughs> you know, the old guy grabs it and like a death grip to do. Yeah, his he, hand. he rigor mortises yeah. immediately. Yeah. and so apparently. like he had to go get the star. And he's like, "Here's your proof." He's like, "Nah, we're gonna need a little bit more proof before we can like, proof. you know, uh, you know, implicate yeah, the Russians." We're gonna send you in to take photos. Yes. Yeah. Here's a here's a Canon camera instead of a Canon that you would probably right. need more. And I do appreciate that when they're on the boat heading out there, and and he's got like a, a girl steering, and then there's a dude in the back just like jamming out with headphones on. Rep Brown's looking at the camera like, okay, which end do I point to yeah. take picture? I never shot one of these yeah. before. Yeah, it's the one thing he's never shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, where's the barrel? I don't get it. There's no trigger. This is weird. <laughs> I said it was a cannon. Where's the fuse in the ball? Yeah. Nope. But, but yeah, but they they that's how he goes back out. But he's like, it's the second Listen. ticking clock in the movie. The first ticking clock was he had 24 hours to get extracted. Mm-hmm. So he he get he gets out. He's fine. And then they're like, okay, you've got four days to get us the proof. And if you can rescue some people while you're there, that's fine, I guess. But mm-hmm. whatever. We need proof. Yeah. But, he, but he's like, you don't have any help. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's coming to help you. Like, it's yep. just you. You're, you're on your own. Remember when you were on your own last time? <laughs> yeah. Guess what? <laughs> remember there's only one set of footprints right around. <laughs> we're all going to stay here yeah. and listen to your adventures on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he gets back to... I, I don't know if it's like the village where it's they the village yeah where they were I don't know why they went back home because the whole idea because was, he left them <laughs> well I know but it's like the idea was like let's get the hell out of here but they went back there and basically all got massacred I mean mm-hmm. he just walks into like yeah. the scene from Rambo four where like everyone is dead in the yeah. village um, and then except for the kid well the kid's kid like dying well there's also an old lady in the back who just like apparently was uncomfortable with how she was dead so she moves midway through the scene. That just lady to, was a bad actress. Yeah. <laughs> she, no, she just like totally was like, oh, this isn't comfortable for me anymore. I'm yeah. going to turn around. It's like, you're dead, lady. But the kid wakes up long enough to go, he's like, tell me again about Well, he tells Disneyland. me about the Russians yeah, first. the Russians first, yes. There was two Russians. And His one lady and a, a man and a lady. His name was Dakota. He has no hair. Anyway, tell me about Disneyland. He's like... <laughs> And then he gets this crying speech of like, oh, man, I told you there's popcorn and ice cream going on trees and there's chocolate milk and malts. (laughs) (laughs) And you're going to see it, kid. (laughs) Then the kid dies. Yeah. And then he carries the dead kid. He goes, you'll get any wish you want. Any wish you want. But he's got the dead kid in his hand, walks him to the door and like does the like. It, because a cheap movie, it doesn't do the crane shot, but it, in any other movie, it would have been like, walk to the door and then crane shot, and he's just like, Jakarta! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. That, that was the scene I saw. I don't know how, like, I don't know what compilation thing I was watching, but I was like, we need to watch this movie, guys. And so we did. That was, that you was, were right. That yeah. was all I saw, and I was like, I know, we have to see this. Yeah, movie. and from there, this is when the movie is basically just like, our shit. <laughs> completely pretty much yeah. because he he then goes through the jungle and just finds another encampment and he's got one of those like giant what is it, it what is, is it, it in call of duty it's called the saw i think it's like an m60 yeah it's like the thing where it's got gun. like the little lid that flips open and then you you know it's got like all the chain fed mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. and he just slaps that closed and just goes Jakarta! and just starts gunning everything just screaming Jakarta! Every, over and over every with, building he just fills with bullets with red brown gun face mm-hmm. the entire time mm-hmm. well that's this is because he caught a Viet Cong soldier like taking a piss or something and then it's just like tell me where to go to. I mean he just he's in full-on like murder mode like no yeah. bullshit but catches this guy and this is this guy led him to the village he's like also they gave him a, the, the camera and some sort of fucking night vision goggle to yeah. look at things that he now puts on and it's sort of predator visions for half a second 
but it's that, got a weird countdown clock. But it was on just it like that was just it focusing. It wasn't doing anything. It just yeah. focused into normal vision with a. And then the batteries died. With, with like a, I don't know if that was a, a distance meter. I don't know, but he's just like, there's nothing here. And the guy's like, no, no, Dakota's there. And he's like, all right. And that's, he locks and loads and shoots the whole place up. And yeah. just about the time he's, he's, I mean, he yells Dakota and gun faces for like two straight minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, and then, and they, then it's just like, well, I took care of that. Then and they all just sort of pop up out of the buildings. They're like, you were looking for me. Yeah, like three dozen troops just pop out. Yeah. Like yeah. we were here the whole time, jackass. And it's like, I don't know how none of them died. It's remarkable well they were yeah. like they established there was like caves and stuff i mean i don't think this thing would penetrate the rocks. i don't know these guys just walk out from behind the huts oh yeah and, shit. and, they're and, like, and they, they pop out and they're like two feet from him yeah mm-hmm. yeah but anyway like they they capture him now and this basically becomes the pow sequence where it's like torture montage yeah this is like three movies in one yeah this, this whole is thing weird. is weird because like he's there there's a uh a skinny private dude who's clearly been in this camp for a long time mm-hmm. um that yeah, guy he mentions he's the only one left and yeah. jakota tortures all of them and yeah and he's basically just like man i'm a coward i let myself get captured i just don't like pain so i do whatever they say and they make me read basically like you know an anti-american statement on the radio just which yeah. is basically like, hey, you guys aren't doing so good in the war, huh? Maybe you should go home. <laughs> yeah, they're like me. This, I think this sucks, and we should just give up. Yeah. Yeah. Imperialist, capitalist, bullshit, whatever, something, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like that guy dies in the middle of it. Red Brown gets tortured in a montage. There's a Russian lady there now who keeps like making eyes at Red Brown throughout different scenes. Kinda. Kind well, of. Like, Jakota's outside... <laughs> <laughs> they've got Red Brown tied up outside watching Dakota do push-ups mm-hmm. and the lady keeps coming out and is like looking at him doing push-ups but secretly making eyes at Red Brown and Dakota sort of catches well, on to this is like hey they've, they've <laughs> crucified Red Brown on the tree of Ro- woe outside this <laughs> place and it's just like he's forced to sit here and watch this yeah. dude do, watch me work out bro yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you even lift Red Brown <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, they they have like an electrical thing. They they strap him to and electrocute him. And yeah, this goes on longer than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It's a lot this of whole torture. Sequence. It's yeah. not fun, although they're trying to make it sound fun. Yeah. But- and eventually the other guy dies and they just leave his dead body in in the cage. Oh, yeah. Basically with Red Brown. Who right. Eventually can't handle the stench. Yeah. Because just- the lady is like, this is inhuman. And Dakota's like. We can't break him physically, so whatever. Let's break him mentally. Yeah, and, he basically and it like, works. <laughs> yeah, he basically like takes his shirt off and starts screaming, like, get me out of here and stuff. And so they put him in front of the microphone, like, all right, it's time for you to read the letter. You're, you're famous, you know, Mike Ransom or whatever. They clean, yeah. they clean him up for his yes. radio broadcast. They yeah. sure do. <laughs> and, the and, lady shaves him. Like, And yeah. this is like days, I will say, because there is like a there's there is one point where he's marking on the wall. And yeah, I want to say it's about... Tw- three weeks according to that it's a month he's got it's four of those yeah okay. he crossed he, he's off. got a weird hash mark thing where yeah. he's doing six in a strike yeah. you know so okay. i guess he's counting weeks i assume yeah. yeah i mean it's just you know it's normally four in a strike he's doing mm-hmm. six in a strike it could be the metric system <laughs> uh it was not the metric system. The, the five thing would be closer to the metric system. Chuck. I know <laughs> it was the rep. I'm just system. saying it's dumb well i just i mean five and tens would make more sense i understand right. i know what the metric system is but yeah, your either way, your imperialist ways. <laughs> either way, the point is like he's been here a long time. Uh-huh. It's not like it's only been a few days. No, no, no. And, no, no. He's he's a broken man. Yeah, he's but, done. but they pull him in front of the microphone. Yeah, the lady shaves him all up for his radio thing, and then he's just like, "I am Mike Ransom. I, you may know me." And anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Mike <laughs> Ransom. You may know me from such things from as Robo Wars. Not rescue the and, people yeah. at the beginning and, of the movie. And, and, yeah. The America. man who said Saratoga Blade <laughs> in Street Hunter. <laughs> Four years from now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's just like, yeah. At first he starts doing the script. Like, I know the war isn't going well and everything. And that's why I want you to kill these bastards. Just keep giving it to him. Ah! And then like all the guys are like, son of a bitch. And he starts punching the dudes in the room. He and just grabs- punches two dudes. He just T-poses and punches two dudes at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then grabs the Russian lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's and- like, we're getting out of here. And she's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And proceeds to make his escape, just dragging her along the whole time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she's kind of half going with him, but half not. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like we've seen her make the the goo goo eyes at him, but it's mm-hmm. like there's never been any moment where she's like, 
oh, I should try to help him escape or, you know, any sort of show any sort of loyalty to him other than yeah. like, I'd bone him if he wasn't the enemy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as, as she's being dragged through the forest, you know, it's a series of escapes and one hour gunning, gunning shit and randomly losing his machine guns and picking up flamethrowers and shit from random dudes. I mean, oh, that's yeah. the thing is like, you can't go plot by plot because it's just a lot of running and it's, it's like the Call of Duty airplane level, the mile high club or whatever, where it's just like, you can't reload. You just got to run and pick up other guns. Well, and it just, a lot of times it just feels like a lot of footage of shit happening, right? Mm-hmm. But none of it edited together in a way that makes sense. Mm-mm. But yeah, he's just, they basically get to well, an area and then he well, just, he, he gets to a radio and uh, calls in and is like, I, I'm free. Come get me. And the Charles Napier character is like, I'm going to go get him. Well, no, before that, the, the the moment you knew she was on his side is there's one last dude. They think they're like they're in a clearing and they think they're like away from everything. Yes. And he's got the radio and start to make a call. And a good dude comes up from behind him with a knife. And she's like, look out. And he turns around and knifes to meet mm-hmm. you, that guy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. then you're like, oh, OK, I guess she's on his side now. She, but she won him over. he radioed him on over. in and like, yeah, the Charles Napier guy's like, I that guy's a hero. I'm going to go get him myself. Yeah, it's going to be so sweet. And I'm going to mm-hmm. take all my own personal crew guys. Uh, we're going to go get him. Who's coming with me? Richard Crenna. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're yeah. just going out there to murder him, of course, because like when they get to the clearing where they're supposed to have the landing zone, she's like, you know, that dude's like totally working for the KGB, right? He's he's the one that got you captured in the first place. And he's like, nah, that's not true. And of course, that guy comes rolling up and is immediately like, get to the gun and shoot him when he gets mm-hmm. to the clearing, which is what the guy tries to do. Yeah. yeah. He takes her out. <laughs> they, yeah. yeah. They kill her and then he kills the gunner mm-hmm. and uh, apparently yeah. hits the chopper enough to make it start smoking right but enough to like be able to go back they can get back to base yeah so, yeah i don't know it's yeah weird. i was i i i was like oh man we're gonna get a chopper fireball but then i was like wait they don't have the budget for a chopper most fireball. of the chopper fire footage in this is is stock footage yeah. so there was yeah. no way they had the money to blow up a chopper. yeah but so she's dead he's alive and alone and it's just like i does he just go back to base and find no the other dude? he no. sees a boat out oh, on right, the water right. yes. and it's just yeah. like huh the enemy i'm gonna murder that boat and this is where he swims to a boat yeah that's just out in the water like catches up with the boat right i mean i mean i'm saying like this is an armored like pt boat i mean it's like you know it's not a like just a little rowboat or something you know yeah they're not trolling the fishing lines aren't out the back they're moving fairly fast yeah Yeah, he, he murders everyone on the boat and just keeps dropping bun- bundles of grenades yeah. into every. Rather than be like, "Hey, guess what? Ho ho ho! Now I have a boat." He's <laughs> like, "Nope, just gonna blow this boat the fuck up." Yes. Yeah, boats and hose. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> as the boat is exploding, he dives off while saying, "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name." Like, he doesn't get that what? far. He's just like, "Our Father who art in heaven." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is he's doing random shit throughout this. Yes. Just uh, is like great punctuation because. He, he gets caught by a dude in like a foxhole in a rice paddy. Yep. And he's, I think it's when he, the Russian lady's still alive. He's just dragging her yes. along. And this dude just like pops out of the, of the foxhole. He's like, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> just, I good. think they might have actually surprised yeah. Rep Brown with yeah. that. Because <laughs> it is a genuine just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then he beats that man to death he with does. a gun, gun butt. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, so how does he eventually get back to fighting Jakota? I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I feel like, did yeah, he just go on the run? Because I feel like it was just like, well, we didn't get him. And, well, it, oh, no, because he goes back and is like, yeah, because yeah. he blows up the boat. And right. then I, I guess he just gets back to land. Yeah. He oh, that's right. Yeah. Back. Yeah. No, dude just popped up out of nowhere. And like, yeah. suddenly they were also like on a waterfall, like, which didn't make any sense. Because like, we didn't realize they were fighting on a waterfall, but they start hand to hand fighting. And then mm-hmm. he just punches this dude off a waterfall and it's like i guess jakota's well dead. they do something before he punches him oh, off a waterfall sorry. because so they're fighting and it's terrible um, yeah and then for some reason they are both standing on opposite sides of this field and both start screaming and both start running at each other in full speed and they bonk heads i think that yes. might have been the final fight but no 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 that's, no, that's, that's this one okay. that's that's the thing yeah, that happens right Jakota before says i'm gonna break your back yeah okay and then they both run at each other in slow motion. Yeah, like goats. And like, like goats head yeah, bonk each other. heads. Yeah. And it doesn't really do anything except now both their heads are bloody. Yeah. But not in the area where they just bonked each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's strange. It's like it's like it produced jaw blood to come yeah. out of them or something. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not it's not even like they get some big welts on their foreheads no. like they headbutt no, each other. No. It's just sort of like this yeah, concussive it is blast. Straight up forehead to forehead. Yeah. yeah. 
but like, yeah, uh, he then pretty much punches him off a waterfall that we didn't know was there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and so Dakota mean. plunges into the water to his death. Zoom on, <laughs> zoom on Red Brown on top of the waterfall, just arms outstretched, going yeah, <laughs> and then smash cut to Saigon. Yes. Last day of the war. Yes. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. 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 Like, like we were just, we were so shocked. We were all just like, wait, like that's the end of the movie. What? Yeah. Well, yeah, no, there was the, it, it was, it was a 20 second whirlwind of what the fuck, because they do the headbutt thing. Then he punches them off a waterfall. We didn't know was there. And then smash cut to Saigon last day of the war. And you're like, the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and apparently Red Brown's there and he's like, where's Roddick? Yeah, it's like it's basically like the well, war is over. He yeah. he split. We don't know where the fuck he went. We, no one's going to sanction looking for him. So sorry. Go home. Yeah, go yeah home. He, dis- he disappeared. War is over. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fourth act because it's present day, which would have been about 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they're they're landing in Manila in the Philippines. Yep. And, yes. and like it's the Richard Krenner dude and Red Brown. Like he meets him at the airport and they go to a cockfight. And then he's just like, dude's here. Like the uh, the Charles Napier guys here. Not at the cockfight. Not at the cockfight. Yeah. at the cockfight. No, the, the cock some fight. local flavor. <laughs> Which apparently fight. that's the director's cut that we watched. Had okay. the cockfight in it. Sure. I can, I can see yeah, how many had people were like, cut, cut the out fucking cockfight out. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it cut the cockfight and those conversations between old dudes who maybe like, like never the one, like the ones that were just like going around doing an old navy ad on an old navy boat. <laughs> I mean, they, I'm serious. Like they were just walking yes, around were like old navy they, men. Well, they were like they were just walking up to things and like doing like the yeah. J. Krug poses on yeah. random things on this old. They navy were having ship. one conversation that took place over right. four different locations. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, so yeah, they're at a cockfight. He's just like dudes here in Manila. He's at the. Uh, embassy I think. yeah and he's basically like don't get caught i can't help you yeah. he's at the russian embassy or the vietnamese embassy i don't know which one well but- it's basically he said like we could try to officially get him mm-hmm. but the he'll Russians. immediately go to the russian embassy and get asylum he'll have he'll have asylum within yeah. minutes yeah so it's just like you got to go in there and do your shit and then it's weird because like he just walks in the front door of this embassy with a rifle case like mm-hmm. clearly a hunting rifle bag yeah you know um and the lady working the desk yeah, was the gun at, is sticking out of the bag. Yes, <laughs> well, because it's a fucking M60 in like a hunting rifle case. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's insane. But the lady working the front desk, I'm pretty sure, was in yes. the POW camp. Yes, I am pretty sure. Yeah, as well. I'm pretty sure this is the same lady. One of the troops. Yeah. Yes, because she did say she recognized him. Yeah, yeah. But and, she didn't need to because he announces who he is. Yeah. He's just like, I, yes, I'm Mike Ransom. I'm He's here to see chill about all uh, this. whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Charles Napier guy. Uh-huh. And here's a grenade. It's going to go off in Roddick. two minutes. Roddick. Yeah. I, it's going to go off in two minutes as it's smoking on your desk. And she runs, she goes, Wah! runs, away, <laughs> runs and then, away. And then we cut to like Raddick's office. And then you hear like an explosion from off camera, which I guess he blew up her desk or he whatever. Um, yes. But yeah, he says now like unsheathed the M60. It is just walking through this embassy with a belt fed machine gun. He's basically doing the Terminator mm-hmm. in Terminator one at the police station. Yeah, yeah. This is except a workplace this shooting is all, happening here. Yeah. Except yeah. this is all Vietnamese people and also just or, people or like, Filipino. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be his guys from before, right. some of them are definitely his guys, including right. the yeah. guy that got killed on the helicopter is somehow still alive. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's the helicopter gunner. It was this like Michael Shannon, young Michael Shannon looking dude. Mm-hmm. And like, he clearly gets shot in the helicopter and is there at the embassy at the end, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I, my favorite part of this is like, there's one dude's like, where are the hell is he and then he just walks out the door it's like i'm here (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah but this is this is the whole sequence of just like guys getting the drop on him shooting and missing and then him just turning around and destroying them Mm -hmm. uh until eventually gets to the dude's office uh and guys like got you know got his like 1911 in the desk you know classic military Mm -hmm. sidearm thing and is like loading it all up like come on in here ransom i'll get you and (laughs) ransom meanwhile just loading the under barrel grenade launcher of his m60 just like and then it's basically just like i mean this is kind of an invasion usa ending because he's just like hey radic or whatever your name is he's just like fires the grenade into the office somehow without ever actually entering the office through the door yeah oh yeah he fucks his door yeah with, with the, the grenade. grenade and then this yeah. dude, dude the grenade does just... not explode at the door no, the no, no. grenade goes through the door yes yeah. hits this guy directly and just explodes him. that yeah. man explodes mm-hmm. in several different cuts yep yep and, and then like, that's a hell of an ending yeah. way to go movie yep 
No. And and so he walks out, just kind of like sets the gun on a chair and just keeps walking he out. Even, he just kind of tosses it like, yeah. well, He's my like, time with guns is over. Yeah, Plop. <laughs> my work here is done. I am now a man of peace. Mm-hmm. Walks outside. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jakota jumps out and now he's got Jaws mouth. <laughs> yep. He's, it's it's Jawcota. Right. Yeah. Yes. He he's got a, a metal grill mm-hmm. and, and he's got a couple scars under his eyes because Red Brown did try to gouge his eyes out yes. during the fight. Love and he's that. like, You did this to me, American ski. Now I will kill you. <laughs> yes, he Which, does he, call she him. actually calls him American ski. American ski. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and so just, they fight <laughs> briefly. Right. Briefly, because very brief. Reb Brown has one grenade left, of course mm-hmm. he does. which he yanks out and stuffs between the guy's jaws. Apparently wedging it into his mouth to that he can't remove it because yeah. the guy's just like, oh, well, for the most part. But he gives it that extra tap sure. at the end of like, now it's stuck in there. Now you can't do shit about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but this, yeah. this, this guy dies like a, you know, a fancy stuffed pig or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, so Reb Brown has gone to hide behind a tree to get away from the explosion and because Dakota explodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of puts his hand out <laughs> and fucking catches his dentures. Yep. Just metal dentures just land in his hand. <laughs> and then he says to nobody, <laughs> literally nobody. What is what is the line? Something like, you know, Dan, those Russian dentists sure know how to make a hell of a pair of dentures. Russian dentists make pretty good dentures. There you go. And then just walks off into the sunset. Yes, and as he's walking off into the sunset, <laughs> he just kind of jokingly narrates that uh, this is a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. Any similarity to persons alive or dead. Especially dead. Especially dead. It's purely accidental. Mm-hmm. And there's like one in a million chance. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and then the movie ends. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, this is easy. Five jocks. I, yeah. There's literally nothing that yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. This is everything we want, dude. Yeah, this is fucking this is amazing. easy. Five jocks. It's so ridiculously stupid. Like it, the point where it's smash cut to Saigon <laughs> end of the war. I was like, yeah. we might have to change our rating scale. Yeah. This Christ. is fucking insane. Christ. Yeah. It's because like, like, and that's the thing is like, you keep thinking the movie's <laughs> over no. and it's like, dude, I got like a half hour more to more goodness to just heap upon you. Well, they do the Bladets ending and then you're like, okay, the movie's over. And it's yep. like, no. And it's like, what about another Bladets ending? And you're like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's fucking insanity. I, I, I it's honestly, insanity. I, I was, I was honestly sitting at four the entire time. I was like, this is great, but it's real terrible. Like it is super bad at everything. But then like the last three things that happen are just like what in the like the fourth act is fucking nuts like it's almost like it should have been another movie like the the strike commando is just here's all the shit that happened in vietnam and then you have a tease for the next one which is now he's gonna hunt that guy down and i'm Mm -hmm. sure since 10 years have passed he's got a whole new crew set up and it's gonna be you know fighting amongst in the philippines yeah it's like the end of commando he's gonna storm his complex and take everybody out but no it's just efficient he just goes right in puts a grenade on the lady's desk he's just like i'd like to speak to your manager (laughs) and oh my god yeah it's it's a fucking genius terrible thing And it's better than Robo War in every single possible way. Yeah, but it's just it's it's that thing we love where it's like, did aliens make this? Because it's like they have no knowledge of how anything actually works. No bullets never run out of guns. You don't have to aim them. Bullets never run out of guns. Or, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either, yes. Bullets always and, have a home yeah. <laughs> in whatever gun they like. And guns don't run out of bullets. Oh. Surprisingly enough, but we yeah, have but guns like, that shoot other guns. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like it's just like every cliche you can think of is here. In its best possible form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie's amazing, and, and we can't undersell how awesome Red Brown is in this. I I honestly think I would give it five jocks for the Billy Goat headbutt thing. The what <laughs> the what the fuckness in that alone. Like I mean that that yeah. in any other movie would have been like a stop. Let's rewatch this ten times. But like in this movie, it was just like, well, there was another fucking well, weird thing that and happened. It happens so like yeah. it, because it cuts from this slow motion shot of them running at each other, which is an actual slow motion, not a fake mm-hmm. you know step ramping slow motion. It's mm-hmm. actual slow motion them running at each other to suddenly a regular motion cut of them just oh. popping heads together. Yeah, and then bouncing back like, well, that was a thing we just did anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And then Red Brown is just like, nah, man, I fucking hate you. Punch, punch, waterfall. 
Yeah. Don't go chasing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is this is truly this is one of the best good bad movies we've ever watched. Yeah, this this movie's amazing and you need to seek it out. That's it all is, I can say. I feel bad for BJ that he's not here tonight. Yeah. Like I, I when it ended as the credits were rolling, I texted him, I said, You need to watch Strike Commando on Plex. Yeah. Do it. Yep. Yes. It it it's this is this is why we do this. Mm-hmm. Like I shit like this. I, I I hesitate to say like top five Bamfcast movies, but I would say top five examples of why we do this. Yeah, I would definitely say that. Like this is it. Like you show this to someone and say this is the kind of shit we watch, yeah. and and people will come away and go, "Whoa, that's crazy awesome." And you're like, "Yeah, I know, yeah. right?" That's that's because what we hope every movie is. It's fucking nuts. It's bad. It's poorly made. It's poorly acted, but it's entertaining as fuck, mm-hmm. and that's what we want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Robot Jocks is the shit and it's our rating system. But like if I had to pick a movie, it's like if I just had to pick one movie and be like, this is what we do. It'd be Order of the Black Eagle. Nobody's ever heard of it. It's made hella well. Yeah. It's just yes. it's like this lost it's just thing. Insane. It's just this. It's this insane. But I mean, that movie looks great. It feels like you're watching basically like a, a 80s James Bond movie. I mean, it feels mm-hmm. just like it was shot with the same production level and in care as a Roger Moore late era, Roger Moore bond movie. Yeah. And it's like that movie's insane. I mean, people get run over and hit with sandbags. And I mean, that one dude's uh, face got run over uh, by a four wheeler. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to, you know, reanimate Hitler. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it's just, it's funny. He has a pet baboon that right. he takes with him on yeah. missions and shit in a tiny tank. You know, I mean, right. that's say like, yeah. That's, yeah, like we were so hyped for that movie that we forgot to talk about Hitler's face exploding in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we didn't even mention that in the episode and it happens in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm saying like to me, that's the perfect example of like, that's the thing you can point at. Be like, I almost guarantee you've never heard of this movie, but you need to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is like, you know, I certain people would just be like, that's fucking stupid and not get the the joy out of it. Order yeah. by people, I feel like is one of those things where it's like, if you've ever liked an action movie, you should fucking love this. Yeah. Like it's and that's, that's, good. I feel like Hard Ticket to Hawaii is that, is that one sure. for me yeah. where it's just like, I know it's gotten way more popular since we first did it. Not sure. that I'm saying that it's our re- like because of us, but it's because no. of those damn more cheap, people have discovered those it. damn cheap DVD sets, and then people going Sedaris, man, you got to check this shit out. Yeah, and that's like the one, you know, that's like the the gold finger, so to speak, of of those movies. It's like if you're gonna watch one, this is the one you watch. Yeah, they're all chasing that dream. Yeah, um, Harlow, I know you weren't here for the episode, although I don't think you would disagree with me. But f- like, for uh, it's weird that we all have a different example of this. But I remember very specifically when we watched The Last Dragon. My entire point uh, after watching that was: this is why we do this. This movie right here, like this, the the everything about this movie is what I would point to and say, yeah, that's what our podcast is about. If you like Last Dragon, that's what we're chasing all the time. I mean, I so, totally agree with that. It's just that. I mean, the last dragon. You're to too me, close to that. Yeah, I mean, the last dragon is right. like like speaking a language. Like I, you know. It, no, I know. Yeah, I get it. Like, I'm, it's I'm just there. saying it's it's interesting that we all have. I mean, not, not not that we disagree with any of them, but we all have a different one that we point to and say that's the Bamfcast movie as a definition. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is this is definitely top five of what what kind of movies do y'all watch? Well, let me tell you, <laughs> there's a Blu-ray of this movie called Strike Commando. <laughs> you should watch it. Yeah. Plus, it's uh, one of those cool cases because it's black. Yeah, it like is it's black. not not blue. And the artwork's fantastic as well. Does he have yeah. a minigun on that? Is that what he's brandishing? This is, this is some. Yes, the barrel is a minigun, okay. which is absurd. Turn it, turn it this way. It's got a scope on it, which. Huh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a. Yeah. I mean, all it needs is a laser sight, and it would be the most ridiculous thing ever. Yes. <laughs> so. What, what's up on the top? Is that a helicopter? Yes. Let me see. Just, yeah, there's a lot going on in this poster. It, the, yes, someone put in the work. Um, no. yeah, it's, it's a fucking great movie and, uh, it is readily available. I will say, um, picture wise, it looks great. The sound is weird. Like some scenes it's like the sound is crystal clear and other ones. It's like the whole thing's run through. Oh, oh when it started, like when the, when the, the rebels were talking to each other, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, uh, we might have turned on the subtitles. I don't understand yeah. what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it got better. I think honestly, I started to think like maybe those scenes with the terrible audio were the things from the director's cut. Well, the, the things the Here, here's the thing. This movie's, I assume this movie's still living in my house when we're done. Right. Oh yeah. I'll probably watch the theatrical cut. 
I have time. Sure. And uh, I, I just kind of want to I'd be interested to hear what's not in it because I it's like 10 I'm, minutes shorter. Yeah, and, and I'm totally okay with watching this again. Maybe not tomorrow, but I mean, I will and for the rest of my life. Uh, no, watch this again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I like... I, I, I was going to tell you, like, we're not selling that one. No, no, I was no. not going to charity. That one's staying well, no, here. I, I just want to make sure permanent. you weren't taking it to like make a rip out of it or something. I, no, I'm no, just I mean, saying, if it's sitting in my house, I will probably watch yeah, the no. theatrical one just to no, see. No, don't worry. We, we have to be wholly indifferent or completely angry at something for me to go get that the fuck out of the studio. Okay. Like, well, if we even typically just generally like it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I. It like, stays. The shelf isn't on camera back there, mm-hmm. but like. I look over and it's like overflowing yeah, well, and I yeah. never, sh- and I'm never sure what is like waiting to be watched. Well, that's all, that's that, all waiting to be watched. That's all upcoming stuff. The, the, we haven't, un- we still haven't unpacked the, the library yet. That's somewhere Some else. Some of those Am have I, been seen. Do I see? Nope. No, you cleaned Literally, out everything. On everything there? on that shelf is stuff that is up. Well, I mean, did it, you find a disc version of dragon fight? Is that what I'm seeing over there on the far dragon, left? No, that's dragon fire. Dragon fire. Yeah, okay. Different. I was going to say there are like the Andy DeSedaris collections over there. So some of those yeah. things have been seen. Not all of the movies, right, yeah, but, but there's still yeah. movies in that set. We right. See. Right. Right. Everything over there is something we have not watched yet. Yeah. I mean, oh, some there's of those, a stack yeah. up in the closet that we have. Well, watched. some of those are also oh, okay. double discs. So we've watched like one of the two movies Correct. for extra mm-hmm. or something. Yes. Like, like there's several. Oh, is that the Shaw box set up there too? Uh, no, that's those uh, ridiculous James Bond Hong Kong movies that we. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that one too. Yeah. Man, I know so much goodness to come. Yes, <laughs> like COVID made a stockpile. Apparently, <laughs> yes, it did, and we are burning through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's good, but yeah, it like <sighs> next week's going to be tough. Whatever we watch next is going to have a, a tough act to follow. Man, next week will be interesting. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, I next week is different enough to where it's not in competition with Strike Commando. I'll say that. So yeah, is it also from 1986? No. Okay. Good. No, I'm that that mini theme month has ended. <laughs> that accidental theme month. <laughs> I have gone so far to try and stop even linking two movies together accidentally, and I can't believe I let that yeah fall through. But the but th- this is making me realize this and the uh, what was the killer alligator movie we watched? Killer Crocodile. Killer Crocodile. Like it's making me realize, along with black exploitation, like Italian exploitation films, you know, Italian knockoff movies specifically are mm-hmm. kind of becoming my shit. Well, because there's that weird, random, like not quite understanding things. Yes. Thing that happens with so many of them that yes. I just I don't know why I love it so much. But it's like, you don't know how a grenade works, do you? You know, and it's like. <laughs> Hell yeah, you don't understand how a grenade works. I love it. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's... There's something about that that, that the, clicks for me. The other thing that's great about the grenades in this is besides them just having a fuse that's as long as you want it to be, is it feels like sometimes they pull the pin and sometimes they don't. Have you know? Did you notice yeah. that? Like well, sometimes what, it's yeah. just a set set it down and it's fine. Well, and what he does, like, like especially on the on the first one when he sneaks up on the first boat, is he drops a bundle of them mm-hmm. in and then pulls the pin on one singular one and drops that on top of him. Yeah, but then he still has like a minute and a half to jump off the boat. It's, well, yeah. It's insane because mm-hmm. he gets in a fist fight. Like he's about, he's <laughs> thought he's taking everybody out of the boat and there's one dude like left alive on the top and yeah. they grapple for a minute before he jumps off the boat. And he gets knife, knife to meet you also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's plenty of that. Man and knife. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We, we could go on and yeah. on about Straight Commando. It's great. Just go watch it. I, I Okay. I want to say two last things about Strike Commando. Oh, okay. One, like we are really underselling the amount of yelling that Red Brown does mm-hmm. to to either introduce himself into a scene or or put a period on the end of a sentence. It's real good. The other thing is that there are two really half-assed attempts to do uh, Rambo hiding in something, but it's an Italian knockoff of that. One is when he's murdering a bunch of fools at the beginning, he has wrapped himself like in a bunch of tree limbs just yeah. just to kill one dude and then immediately sheds that outfit. It's yeah. kind of hilarious. That sequence, he's like Jason. It's yeah. just like wherever you need him to be to murder somebody, doesn't matter if they just saw him go there. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's like, behind you now and you're dead. <laughs> it's like playing peekaboo. He's yeah. gone. You're like, where the fuck do you go? <laughs> he's gone forever. Oh, shit, I'm dead. Uh, that's not how you play peekaboo. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, depends. The, the other thing it's, is that's that pr- that's prison rules. Peekaboo. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to play that. Uh, the other thing is he does have a good, like, explode out of the water 
then scream, then mow down 16 dudes who were standing in front of him, confused that he just popped out of the water. Well, like, what's so great about oh. that is just like how tranquil and peaceful yes. uh, 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 and serene a little like alcove that was. <laughs> right. I mean, it was just like this serene little, uh, what would you call that? Like a, it's not a lagoon. It's, it's like just a, an underground cavern with, well, just, some, with just, a pool. Just a, yeah, just a tide pool like nice type thing, pool. you know, and it's like, you know, nice rocks and formations. And yeah, he comes exploding out of the water and murders some fools and, you know, it. <laughs> It, I don't know. There's just something yeah. kind of great about that. Like yeah. something about exploding out of tranquility. And... Yep. And of course he yells before he opens fire. Well, sure. Which just, con- I think that's just to confuse bad guys. I think bad guys go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like when that guy popped out from underneath the ground. Well, like I said, I mean, he yells everything, even when he gets the radio and is, and they're hiding from bad guys. He's like, strike man. This <laughs> is Red Brown. And, Matt Fraction or whatever his name is. Matt and- Fraction. <laughs> <laughs> Writer of Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, his name? There's, there's that one bit at the beginning where he's on the radio and dudes are literally What's two his inches ransom, away from ransom. Him. Yes. ransom. I was like, well, he's Fraction, Fraction, Ransom. Sure. I think I, I did realize that I want to write a, a, an, an action movie with the main guy named Paul American because I just think that's great. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I just think that'd be fucking because everyone calls him American throughout this. All the all the foreigners don't yeah. call him that, or I mean, some of them do, but like they're all just like American. Yeah. And so, like, I was just like, man, there goes Paul American. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. BJ. Oh. Yes. <laughs> that was uncanny. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get in touch with us, mm-hmm. BMF at BMFcast.com is the email. 910-5-JACKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Call the Garfield phone. Wake him up. Leave him a message because he's not actually going to answer. None of us will answer. We'd love to talk to you, but not like that. RoboMe answers. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but otherwise, visit BMFcast.com where you'll find links to all our socials. Basically everything slash BMFcast, you'll find us, including patreon.com slash BMFcast, where you can get bonus shows, early access to extra, voting on polls to determine what goes on extra, X-Men podcast that we will eventually make another episode when we can. It's been tough. (laughs) Doctor Who stuff. Archives of all our old defunct shows are there as well. So, yes, everything we threw at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah. All yes, there. All there are, the there are a lot of defunct shows on there. Yeah, all, all the half cooked pasta. We could yeah. delete our defunct shows, but we don't. No. We leave our failures up. We leave mm-hmm. them for the people that actually want to pay money. Yep. Like you know what? Like give me that. I want to hear someone talk about Star Trek for an episode and a yeah. half. And you also find <laughs> out what we're watching the next week early. Yep. So, uh, just real quick, speaking of extra, because it ties to this movie a little bit. The, the extra that just hit the main feed is the new Barbarians, a.k.a. Warrior of the Wasteland, which is another one of these insane fucking Italian things. This one stars Fred Williamson, and it's the gold codpiece movie, and it's fucking insane, and Harlow and I love the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And that is a that's a movie that we definitely should have watched on Banffcast Prime, but we couldn't because of one particular scene. Mm. Uh, but other than that, that movie is fucking glorious and insane, just like Strike Commando is. Do we have a disc of that? We do. I will be borrowing that you disc. You should. Then. Yeah, it's worth investing heavily in Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. Hey, you remember that joke? <laughs> I do, yeah. Good job. <laughs> it's been a year, but he remembers it. Eh. No, that's fucked up. That, that joke's like seven years old. He made that joke when old. he first learned about that yeah. movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, you were talking about like, Everyone was like, man, when the future comes, I'm going to be investing in gold chainmail cod pieces. And I was like, yes, I too have invested heavily in gold man sacks. Mm-hmm. Get it? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a buffet of puns. Anyway, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out.